What can I tell you? Memphis Wrestling, Super Bout, two, week two, two of two, and it's marvellous. It's fun, it doesn't touch the sides particularly, it's smooth, that's what I mean to say. The wrestling, some of the wrestling here is very good. Some of the wrestling here is fun, and there's a big guest who's part of that fun. Two quick matches to start though. Swole, 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 swole. Big swole Justin Cole versus Bulletproof Bruce. Now, I thought Bruce was thought of as being a, a, you know, a big, powerful guy. So, to be swole slammed in very quick time doesn't look good for Bruce, but it looks very good for swole. So, I understand why they did it. And next, we've got what I thought would be the ending of the Van Viscius versus Casanova, Colton, Colton, no, Colton Cage, what am I talking about? Colton Cage. I thought the match would go a little bit longer, but I can understand why they did it this way. Cage was all over Van Viscius. And then there was a kick, which was the sign for all the clique to get in, including Adamus Vane, who, who, I mean, Singed did a Cobra Clutch. Not just that, he ragdolled Colton Cage. Now, Cage needs some backup. Where's Derek the King when you need him? He usually does the backup thing, doesn't he? And um, it was good, though, this, because this one clearly has legs, and they're not ending it at this Super Bowl. I like that. Next, we have an Austin Lane promo. He's so good at this. Lays it on the line. Never arrogant. Tells you exactly what you want. What you want to know about his upcoming match with Tim Bosby for the Internet Championship. And you won't need to wait for long because here he is. He he thanks the crowd. It's the anniversary. He's been there since the beginning of the reboot. It's a really good rah-rah promo. He's bigging up Memphis Wrestling. If anyone can do it, he can. And it's very nicely done. After all, from snap time to nap time, he's the best of the, the best's best. With a... Anyway, he's good. Now, that internet championship, you would have thought that Tim Bosby, if he really cared about the belt, would have taken the um, the spray paint off it, wouldn't you? But he hasn't, so, so it's defaced the front of the belt completely. It's odd. Maybe he cares about the title rather than the belt itself. That's just extra, extra weight in his luggage, I suppose. Lane... Austin, that is, has a wrestling singlet on because, and those little half boots, because he wants to actually wrestle. And they do. They wrestle on the mat. It's the best match of the, of the night, this. It's just really good, actually. He's um, early on, Austin, who's got some tape on his leg, is, uh, is thrown out over the top to the floor and lands a bit gingerly on his leg. So... Obviously, Tim Bosby thinks, I know, I'll ramp this up. He attempts a powerbomb and a suplex on the floor. He then gets Austin laid down, because Austin's holding onto the top rope, as you might expect. Gets him off the top rope. Austin turns it into a Hurricane Rana, and that's very nice. There's an ankle lock, because he likes that, does Tim Bosby. But it's reversed by the best of the best, 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 best bet. And, um... Then Austin goes to the top, takes too long up there, is crotched, and then ends up in the tree of woe. 
and this is a really good moment. Bosby sits cross-legged in front of him and slaps him repeatedly around the face. Then a huge drop kick. And Austin Lane kicks out at one, showing his intention here. Comes back with some big chops. A German suplex cuts him off. But then he comes back with a kick. Does Lane. It's wonderful stuff, this. Bosby goes to the flying clothesline. And then a ripcord clothesline. He got a, fir- a long two count for the first one. The second one should do it. And he won't pin him. He won't pin him. He's enjoying it too much. Austin Lane does seem completely out, though. He seems unconscious. Goes to pin him. Foot on the ropes. So Bosby goes back to the ankle lock. Ties him up. He ties that bad leg up. Gets the tap. Really good. Excellent work. Great match. Austin Lane showing that he will sell and will put the younger champion over. Should I say, sorry, the less experienced champion over. That's probably a better way to put it. Austin Lane is a superb wrestler. Not just a wrestler, a wrestling entertainer. And that is is much more difficult to do. By the way, looks like um, Ray Collins is done with the hot shots. Well, he threw something burgundy and gold into the into a bin. Then he picked up a leaflet. Now, someone was looking at it earlier and I couldn't quite see what it was. Can somebody tell me what it is? It looks like a wrestling school. I don't know. Can somebody enlighten me? Dustin, can you enlighten me? By the way, Dustar and Tells back together behind the commentary desk or the desk, capital T, capital D. And they're very excited for this main event because you've got main event Bradley versus Uncle Phil, and Uncle Phil, should I say, who is huge, a huge dude. And Mikey's been saying that he has got his cousin to come in. Well, let me give you a clue. Whoa! Yeah! It's Bushwhacker Luke. Or rather, Sheepherder Luke, because that is the chant going round, and of course it is. Thinking back to Memphis Wrestling, of course it is. So Dustin refers to them as the Sheepherders, and he's quite right. It's a good match, this, in a fun way. Some bits I just thought, oh, come on now. But, um... Early on, Brad takes the boots to Luke. Luke, I mean, he's been wrestling for a long time, so you're not going to expect that he's as supple or as energetic as he was, and that's understood. He wants to drop his rear end onto Brad's face or, you know, smack him with a, a hip attack. That's what we're talking about. While Brad's in the corner. But he can't get down far enough, it seems to me. Can't crouch down far enough to him. misses him completely. But he's not, um... He's not content with that so he takes down his trousers he's wearing a singlet takes down his shorts should I say yes a singlet so that's all right cinches up that singlet around a certain part of his anatomy and gives what Dustin calls the stinky face well there's no why in that it's a stink face isn't it maybe he's concerned about the WWE but yes he gives him a stink face and um, it wasn't great to see to be honest but it was all part of the fun there was a really nasty Uncle Phil knee to Uncle Mikey's head. Battle of the Uncles! Not something that I really have always hankered to see. But Mikey's sudden gator feet and Bushwhacker Luke, or rather Sheepherder Luke, is in. He hits a stunner. Very nice, actually. Phil's clotheslined over the top. And then, this is what a wonderful way to end it. Mikey grabs 
Brad. They, first of all, they hit him with the battering ram because you know that's the bushwhackers finishing manoeuvre, really, or one of the finishing manoeuvres. So anyway, Mikey's got him grabbed. Luke gives him the, the stunner, which turns into a code red. Extraordinary. It was fun, in inverted commas if you like, but it was fun. And there's a bushwhacker Luke, or sheep herder Luke, conga line around the ring to end it. That was great. Really good fun, this. But not ignoring the wrestling, because that Austin Lane and Tim Bosby match, that was stunning. And the fun in the main event was great. The other two matches were a bit short. But, you know, it didn't half rattle along. It goes by in the blink of an eye, as I've said many a time. And, Dustin, you can use that with my good graces. Well, Memphis may be two years old in a rebooted way. But it looks... Like it's only just got out of the blocks. And I, for one, am delighted. Ta-ta.